Today, Trump's style is apparently deliberate chaos. He also has a dark vision of America, and he's already lying, according to the mainstream media. You won't want to miss this episode of The Politicast. Welcome into The Politicast, the political podcast that takes a look at politics through a lens of common sense. Now today is going to be a little bit different episode than I traditionally do, as we're going to take a look at several articles written uh, by other media outlets and analyze them and see what is exactly true and what is exactly not true. And starting out today, we're looking at an article written by Michael Bender for The Wall Street Journal. And it's a really interesting article. It's not badly written, but it's not altogether true. And interestingly enough, the main focus of the beginning of this article does not relate necessarily to its title. Its title is Trump Style Deliberate Chaos. Now, I don't think that that there's deliberate chaos around Trump. I don't think he creates this chaos. See, this article starts out by, by talking about how his recent tweets confused Republicans. Now, I don't know where he's getting that, Michael. I, I really have no clue where that idea is coming from. Because the last several meetings that Donald Trump has had with, with Republicans in Congress has been around what he wanted to do on day one, repealing Obamacare, lowering taxes, etc., etc., etc. And his recent tweets have been about the same things albeit in, in typical Trump fashion all over the board and, and not necessarily going down one path all the time. He does divide his attention and, and mention, like I said, trade, and he, and he mentions the jobs. But, but And so it's a little bit all over the board in, in, in that manner, yes. But confusing? I don't see where you're getting that. And then, and then he goes on to talk about how I picked a fight with the intelligence community. Now, I can only imagine what he's talking about because he doesn't actually specifically reference it in his article. Is he's talking about uh, when he when he said he didn't think that that hacking uh, the hacking of the DNC was Russia, and he, he he said I don't think it was Russia to to to, to paraphrase that, and, and but then there was an intelligence uh, report released that was supposedly signed off. On by 17 different agencies and, and that's I'm assuming that is what he's referencing now it turns out there were only two of those 17 agencies they touted that actually signed off on it and in fact the office of the director of national intelligence didn't even sign off of it and that's a guy that worked for President Obama and he didn't sign off on a report that continued the narrative that President Obama touted as the truth so, you know, when your own guy is not even supporting your narrative, I think that may be a pretty good indication that, that something may be off. You know what I mean? It's close, but no cigar. And, and I just think it's insane that, that, that Michael, uh, Michael Bender, he's writing for the Wall Street Journal here, is, is, is bringing that up as if it's of any significance. When that's already been debunked, it's already been dealt with and brushed to the side. Um, so I think it is chaos around him, but I don't think it's deliberate. It's, it's, it's not chaos that he has purposefully, uh, you know, created. When he stepped into running for, for the office of the President of the United States of America, 
he knew it was going to be chaotic. Obviously, the, any campaign for, for presidents is, is a chaotic thing. It's such a big undertaking. There's, there's no way it couldn't be chaotic. But it's been a, certainly more chaotic for him than it has been in the past in some cases because the media has constantly attacked him at ang every angle. And even now that he's president, today is his first full day in office, and they're still attacking him relentlessly, as you will as you'll see uh, in, in a little bit later in this episode. So there's there's no way that 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 you can you can get into this mindset and, and say that he he creates this chaos. Uh, or he creates all of it on purpose. You know, when you look at everything with common sense, there's no way you can actually buy that. And I don't know who does buy that. It's pretty crazy. And, and that is my take on things. Um, so, yeah. So, deliberate chaos around Trump? No. Absolutely not. Uh, moving on. An article from the Huffington Post. Don't you just love the Huffington Post? Uh, talking about Trump's, quote, dark vision of America. I don't know where they where they get this either, honestly. But but during the campaign, the news was inundated with stories regaling us of how dark Donald Trump was, and we've all seen him and heard him. Uh, and when we heard that the America that he saw wasn't what America is, and and, and they and they constantly told us over and over, that's why he will not be elected. No way he'll be elected. Absolutely not. There's no way Trump can be elected. He's too dark. He's He's got this issue, that issue, no issue, uh, or this issue, that issue. There's no way he will be elected as president. And, and now that he's elected, we can rest assured because the Hus Huffington Post is back once again to let us know just how screwed they think we are. An article written for the Huffington Post just after President-elect uh, Trump was sworn in uh, quoted... Him heavily, referencing his dismay, the economy is collapsing, he's correct, jobs are being exported, he's correct, and the middle class is still struggling. Again, still correct. As a member of the middle class, I can say that, that after eight years uh, of President Obama, we're still struggling. We Things have not improved really at all, if, if very much, or if a very small amount. Um... But, but according to the Huffington Post, things are peachy keen, and, and Trump represents a turn for the worse, don't you know? Uh, and and this, is, this is preposterous. Everything the president mentioned is well-documented and true. You know, um, our, our, our job numbers are down. The, the number of companies that are, that are exporting their jobs that are moving out of America are up. You know, and, and it's, it's hard to believe that people are still buying this crazy rhetoric that Trump puts out, or, or, or that the mainstream media puts out against Trump, rather, uh, misspoke there, and and, and it's it's really uh, it's really crazy that the 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 Huffington Post is even considered credible news at this point. I mean, I, I'm certainly surprised. Um, you know, we, we I don't know why we're even listening to them or CNN or or the Wall Street Journal or the Washington Post. All of these news outlets, these media outlets are trying their hardest to spin things. Even Fox News spins the things. And, and, and what we, the American people, really want to hear are the facts straight and, and let us make up our own minds. And that's why Donald Trump got elected because because people were tired of hearing a, a, a theory or, or a, a version of the new that was you know spun to sound a certain way. And they really liked, myself included, just how frank he was. Whether he was correct or not, he was very frank. 
So, so yeah, to, to recap, you know, the fact that the Huffington Post is still, still writing these articles is almost laughable. Actually, I'd say it is laughable because if anyone believed what they're saying, why don't we have Hillary Clinton as our president? You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're fighting a losing battle and they really should just stop trying to push this stuff down our throats. That, that, that sounds, uh, obviously they're not going to do that, but, um, but it's crazy. Uh, and, and now moving on, uh, to the fact that, that, like I said, Trump is, is now president of the United States. He's there. We've made it. What an incredible journey, 2016, the beginning, end of 2015, beginning of, of 2016, all through the end of the year and, and, and on into 17. What an incredible journey it was. I can't believe it's been a year, uh, or, or more since, uh, since Trump announces his presidency uh, or his campaign for the presidency but but what an incredible year but now that he is is president they're still trying to attack him you know conversely when president obama was elected the media was defending him every chance they got you know let's give him a chance and now and now they don't afford you know president trump the same uh conveniences which is which is kind of well it's it's par for the course to be honest but but anyway so he is already lying on day one his first full day of his presidency and already the media is saying he is lying he's lying the um the article that this is based on from the huffington post says trump and his press secretary flagrantly lied on their first full day in office that matters obviously yes it would matter um but then again, you've got to remember the term uh, "lying" is all relative, because uh, be, because they will consider things lying, even if they are uh, stretching the truth to make it sound like a lie. So, um, so here is a, a quote from 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 the Washington Post, who also wrote an article uh, about this. They said, "Quote: This weekend, the newly inaugurated Commander in Chief and his aides make it clear." They will continue to make false claims to buoy Trump's image. So, so what false claims are they talking about? Well, they're referencing Sean Spicer, that's, that's Donald Trump's uh, press secretary, uh, indictment of the mainstream media coverage of the inauguration. Um, uh, Spicer said, and I, I paraphrase his quote just a little bit here, but he said, photographs were framed in such a way to minimize the enormous support that had gathered at the National Mall. Now, I myself actually witnessed this. I was watching CNN, uh, watching the inauguration, and, and they had a, a video clip from, from very far back, uh, back towards the Washington Monument, uh, that, that was, that was panned down. Uh, where you could see the the dome of the Capitol, and then as you went on down, you'd see the crowds of people lined up. Now it's now been uh, released that this this shot of uh, footage that they had was from about five or six hours before all of the inauguration ceremonies, proceedings, whatever you want to call them, before it all began. Um, which is fine if they were just broadcasting that live, uh, yeah, because their their broadcast uh, live started early that morning. But what they were doing is in the middle of, of Trump's inaugural speech, they were overlaying this footage. And you were so far back, obviously, you couldn't see President Trump, you know, at the at the podium, uh, on the steps, on, on the platform uh, of the Capitol building. And so uh, what they were doing was they were overlaying this footage and making it look like during the peak of this event, the peak of his inauguration, there weren't that many attendees. 
and 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 it doesn't it doesn't take a rocket scientist to think well gee that's really really kind of corrupt really dishonest and and, and it is and that's why a lot of Americans are outraged um, at, at this and so these photos and videos showed and shared by CNN and others um, show that that Spicer's comments are correct that they that they misused angles and, and frames and showed footage um you know that were from earlier in the day during their their quote-unquote live coverage um to make to spin their narrative and when you compare the media gathered by just attendees or just people in the area that were taking photos or, or short videos on their phones and stuff the difference in crowds is stark there's so many more people there than than CNN and like I said the other media outlets made it look and then Spicer was asked about how many people attended during during this this press conference um and and the national park you've got to realize they don't put out numbers for things like this and so the Capitol building and the National Mall where all of this took place are part of our national parks now that's what Sean Spicer uh, told the press he told them we don't have numbers we don't have official numbers and he he made that clear and they that, that they understood that nobody had official numbers however he did give them some approximate numbers and I think that's where he went wrong because the the, the Wall Street Journal uh, excuse me the Washington Post and the and the Huffington Post, um, they, they took those ideas and ran with them. And, and, and he, he said, we have approximate numbers. And the key word I want to point out is that the numbers are approximate. And based on those approximate numbers, he said that it was the most watched inauguration period. Now, that includes people who attended and people who watched on the TV. So that's the most watched inauguration, you know, with eyeballs looking at the president being sworn in, period. Um. And that's one of the things that they're calling out. They're saying, well, it wasn't the most watched because we have numbers or whatever. Well, well all the Facebook posts, the tweets, the articles, whoever's telling that they have numbers, they're all false. Uh, there is, there is, de there is uh, factual evidence that the National Park System, National Park Service, whatever you call it, does not put out numbers for events like this. And so, again, you know, they're touting that, well, Sean Spicer lied and, and Trump, you know, during his visit to the CIA, to the CIA and intelligence community, his speech there a day or so ago, uh, when he was talking about how many people he saw, he said it looked, he looked like 100 million. He didn't say it was, he said it looked like, it, 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 referencing there's a lot of people and they're talking about he, how he and his press secretary lied and, and it's not that way. And, and it's, it's. It's the stupidest thing I have ever seen, to be honest. So at the end of the day, Spicer still says no one had official numbers. And and so we've got to keep that in mind that, that there's always more that meets the eye to this mainstream media. And, and of course, the media, is, I guess they're feeling like, how dare someone call them out? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's why we, why we elected Trump. So yeah, that's uh, that about wraps up this episode of The Politicast. I do hope you enjoyed watching, and, and be sure to, to check out my blog. I, I'm keeping regular content over there now uh, for you to go read and get, get more information that I can't put in the weekly podcast. You can also check us out on Twitter. Uh, Facebook is going to be launching soon, and we have an email, mattatthepoliticast.com, so you can email me over there if you want to get in touch with me and have a conversation. Let's do it. It sounds like a lot of fun, and I'm totally up for that. 
And uh, like I said, that concludes this episode of the Politicast. God bless. Mm-hmm.